You have found the children's nook. Please come in and take a look. Find a story just for you, and I will even read it too. Cuddle up and open your mind. Let's see what fun story we can find. And remember, this episode is powered by Anchor, by Spotify, and the music is by Pixabay.com. <laughs> Come on, let's find out what the next story is. Welcome, my friends, to a very special story about a boy named Charlie who loved something so much that he made it his life's goal to make sure it never left people's hearts. He teaches us that nature and some of its most majestic and fantastic creatures can create a sense of wonder in us all and make sure we know they are there for us to protect. Let's see what it's all about in the wondrous tale, Charlie's Water Giants. The ocean holds many creatures great and small, but one in particular became an inspiration for a young artist who learned to admire their beauty and their majestic sound. It would become his most favorite thing. On a cold day in the far north, a boy named Charlie was making snow angels as he lay upon the frozen water. The air was silent and Charlie was listening for something. He knew the sound would come soon because it was the right time of year and it was very cold under the water. It had a thick layer of ice. Charlie knew that meant that a very familiar and special thing was about to happen. He stayed still and as he watched the moon above him, it began. Slowly and rumbling the sound came. He could hear it coming from the deeper part of the water and rolling toward him under the ice. Charlie felt so happy when the sound came because he knew that the humpback whales would be traveling through on their winter path to the south. He loved the whales so much so that he worked with his father to carve beautiful wooden images of them to sell. Charlie's father was an expert carver, and Charlie learned everything from him. Now, as the moon seemed to shine down on him like a spotlight, the sound began to arrive, and then, closing his eyes as if to hear it better, a beautiful and haunting moan came from beneath him. As 
the voices of the whales traveled and drifted away so beautifully like a symphony beneath him, Charlie smiled, and he took a deep breath knowing that they were there, like guardians of the sea, or water giants in Charlie's mind. Charlie smiled. He promised them as they floated past that he and his father would do right by them, and Charlie would always honor their majesty. As they sketched one day in their carving shop, Charlie's father told him a story, and it made Charlie love them even more. He listened to his father very intently. It is said that the whales carry with them the message of peace within their songs, Charlie. Their voices are like lessons to us. If we listen carefully enough, we can understand them better. There is a story that long ago, a sailing vessel was being tossed around in a very bad storm on the sea. The men were terrified that they would sink, and when they were almost ready to give up, a giant humpback whale came from underneath them and cradled the ship's hull on its massive back. He pushed through the high waves and strong winds to bring the vessel to safety. The captain and his men were astonished, and as the whale paused before leaving, the captain shouted thank you to the whale. In turn, the huge whale rolled to his side and waved his massive fin to the men before disappearing. Well, it is said that this is why the whales do this to this day. They are reminding us that they are gentle and loving creatures, Charlie, who do not wish to harm anyone. Their size is but a gift and not something to fear. They are like gentle giants. Charlie took his words to heart, and as he grew into a man himself, he became as talented as his father at carving the whale image. He opened his own shop eventually and remembered his father's stories, passing them down to others as he worked. His wood carvings became famous around the world, and one day a man offered for Charlie to join them on his boat as they did research on the beautiful humpbacks. They knew Charlie respected them as much as they did. They spent three weeks out on the boat and Charlie sketched the whales up close. They recorded their voices underwater and examined them as individuals within their whale pods. There were mother whales with small babies and larger males who seemed to watch over them all as they swam. Charlie had been able to photograph them as well, so that when he returned home, he would have plenty of new material to work from, with which to carve more wooden whales. 
when it was time to go home. The boat they were on was almost there, and suddenly they noticed a baby whale all alone. It was not normal, and they became concerned. Charlie was especially concerned. They tried to find its mother, but it was no use. By the time they almost ran out of fuel for the boat, they needed to turn to shore, but didn't want to leave the baby whale. They were headed for the huge marina where they docked their boat, and Charlie had an idea. They took some of the recordings of the whale voices and placed the microphone into the water. They turned it on, and the baby whale reacted. He started to follow the boat. They kept going, and he kept following. As they radioed into shore, there was a small group of people who were waiting to pull a larger barrier across the wide bay of the marina so that they could get the baby whale to follow them in. They could keep him safe within the boundaries of the marina while they fed him and decided what to do. It worked, and the baby felt safe enough to swim gently around in the enclosure. Charlie wouldn't leave his side and helped the researchers care for little Jack, as Charlie now named him. Jack was well, but alone, and they needed to get him to a better place so that he could be cared for even better. They had a special aquarium group come to help. They transported Jack in a very custom tank that they could lower in and out of the water with a huge crane and onto the back of a truck. It was rarely done, but Jack was not very large yet, as big as he may have seemed to other animals. They did it quickly and worked together and were able to get Jack into a very secluded and safe bay that was used to help marine animals heal before letting them go back into the wild. It was a great idea because months later, Charlie was there to see them let the now much bigger Jack go free again. He could take care of himself now, as Charlie and the others had made sure he grew and swam well. The little lone whale, Jack, became a very handsome young whale with a fin that had a long groove down the middle. One could tell it was Jack very easily because of this special fin. And so it was that after sketching him and helping Jack to survive, Charlie had another amazing idea. After the glorious release of Jack back into the wild ocean to find his own pod to be with now, Charlie decided to do something very special. He went home to his shop and found the largest trunk of solid tree he could purchase. It was so thick that he needed to use a chainsaw at first just to whittle away at the shape he had in his mind. He worked for days on it, and then weeks, and then two months later, Charlie had delivered it to the spot where they released Jack that wonderful day. There was a crowd gathering, and Charlie had a band with food and balloons for the kids, it was like a small seaside carnival. And then, 
as the moment was right, he announced the revealing of this very special carving. As the excitement built up, Charlie pulled the cloth cover off and as it fluttered down to the sandy beach beneath, there in a glorious character in great detail was a carving of Jack swimming in mid-stride with his most unique fin waving in the air it seemed. Charlie had carved it so realistically people thought it was real. It was incredible. He had a plaque made and it read for the respect of the whales may we cherish their regal presence within our waters for Jack. Well, the crowd of people who had gathered, including the mayor of the seaside town, were all clapping loudly. Just then, someone shouted, and the music stopped. He spotted something in the water. They all went to the shoreline, and Charlie came to the front of the line and raced up higher onto the large dock that went out over the shore. He stood there, gazing out, as his research friend made it to him on the dock as well. And there, as their hearts beat and their eyes got wider, they could see it was a whale, and it was coming closer, so close. When it rolled over onto its side, seemingly to say a happy hello, Charlie saw the fin, the unique split fin, Jack's fin. It was Jack. And not only was it Jack, but he had a family with him now too. He wasn't alone. And Charlie and his friend looked at each other with tears in their eyes. Jack had flourished and survived. They shook their heads back and forth and felt such a sense of accomplishment. They were so happy. What they had done for Jack made a difference, and Charlie's statue would remind everyone to think of the whales. That night, Charlie and his friend sat with their feet hanging over the pier and listened. They waited and waited and then, off in the far distance, they heard the very sound that the little Charlie used to love so much. And now Charlie, as a man, thought of his father and of what they had achieved together. The whales were out there in the deep water somewhere under the stars, and Charlie simply said quietly, Good luck, Jack. Thank you for visiting, and join me another time in another place. Be good to nature. Bye-bye for now.